Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome back to Just Unfiltered. I'm your host, Jess, obviously. Now today, I'm going to be talking about the lovely Rodan and Fields. For those of you guys who don't know what RNF is, well, you're in luck because that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm also going to be talking about some celebrities involved with RNF and all of that fun drama. But before I get started, I do want to give a quick shout out. I am actually going to be covering Jamie Lynn. Spears, sorry, Britney Spears and Jamie Lynn Spears' mom, Lynn Spears. There's a lot of like overlapping names in that family. Her dad's name is like Jamie Spears and then the daughter is Jamie Lynn Spears and then the mom is Lynn Spears and it's just like a little bit confusing to be quite honest, but Britney's mother sells Rodan and Fields and there is a team call of her from years back, and I'm going to be going over that team call and providing commentary on it on my YouTube channel, so I wanted to give a quick shout out to my YouTube channel. Go check it out. I posted my first two videos, so if y'all want to see what I look like, go ahead and check that out. My YouTube channel name is Jess Unfiltered, and they're both anti-MLM videos, and I made an anti-MLM playlist on my channel, so yeah, go look at it. Also, my Instagram is at Jess Unfiltered Pod, and my Twitter is at Unfiltered underscore Jess. Now with that, let's go ahead and jump right into today's episode on Rodan Fields. So in case you are unfamiliar with what RNF is, which is what I'm going to shorten Rodan and Fields to so I don't have to keep saying Rodan and Fields over and over again, (laughs) RNF was actually founded in 2002. Now, real quick, a lot of this information I'm going to be going over came from Forbes and the New York Post by the authors Kathleen Schakowsky. Lizette Voidico and Dori Lewick. So, shout out to them for all this information. Also, some of the data comes from the RNF income disclosure statement. So, anyway, the company was founded in 2002. They sell skincare, founded by two dermatologists. So, on the plus side, this company was founded by like legit doctors. Um, and, and I actually have a friend who's in her, I think her last year of medical school, she has taken a couple of of exams so far and um, is hopefully going to get, you know, her residency assigned soon. At least I think that's how it works. I don't fully understand it, but I just know it's very freaking hard to get an MD. And especially if you are not like super wealthy or anything like that, It, it just makes it, you know, more challenging. So anyway, one of my friends was telling me that dermatology is a very sought after kind of specialization and a lot of people want to go into dermatology because it's it's pretty darn cushy and so you basically have to be like at the top of your class if you want to become a dermatologist and anyway so RNF was founded by two female dermatologists and it was initially it was not a multi-level marketing company which I was kind of surprised to find because I guess I just didn't really realize that companies can start as normal companies and then become MLMs. I, I I don't know. I just, I always thought like, you know, Unique, Arbon, It Works, Speechbody, RNF, you know, all these companies, I always just kind of assumed that they just were founded as MLMs. But yeah, it's, it sounds like, at least based on my research, that RNF was not always an MLM. So anyway, the dermatologists that founded RNF were actually the creators of Proactive. Proactive is kind of like an acne medicine treatment, and I remember when I was in probably middle school or high school, I had a really bad acne. I still get acne, 
and I used Proactive and there was like this little kiosk in the mall and my mom would go and she would spend 20, 30 bucks, get me some Proactive and I would use that on my face and it did help my acne a little bit, but I don't know if they changed their formula or what the deal is, but years later I tried to use it again and my face swelled up and got really red. So <laughs> I stopped using it and went to my dermatologist and um, got some Retin-A from her. So anyway, yeah, the the women who, the two women who founded RNF are the proactive founders as well, which I was surprised to know. And it kind of had me worried for a second because I was like, oh shoot, is proactive also a multi-level marketing company? Um, I, yeah, I don't believe it is. They just, uh, they decided to sell off proactive and really focus their efforts on RNF. So uh, I guess I guess I'm good. I did not at one point in time buy into an MLM without knowing. <laughs> I probably have to be honest. I, I always like to be like, oh yeah, I've never bought anything from an MLM. But it's like in all honesty, I probably have and just didn't even realize it. So as long as you're keeping you know a conscious eye out for for MLMs, I think you're good. Um, sometimes they're very hard to avoid. Okay, I'm getting off topic. So. These two women, these two doctors with the last names Rodan and Fields, <laughs> are currently teachers at San Stanford and are still practicing medicine. So it sounds like these two women, you know, apart from being just incredibly freaking smart and being dermatologists and being Stanford teachers, they also appear to have a good business sense because they are considered, well, as of a couple years ago, they were considered billionaires. And between the two of them, they were worth about $3 billion. Pretty recently, though, it was reported that they lost their billionaire status, uh, mostly because RNF uh, had a credit rating drop. And it is expected to drop further because the RNF consultant enrollment has slowed down. Shocker. Pyramid schemes don't work. <laughs> anyway, their net worth right now is esti estimated to be closer to $800 million each. Oh no, they went down from $1.5 billion to $800 million. Guess what? I would still take an $800 million net worth. That's just... Actually, I don't know. That's almost too much money. I don't I don't know if I could do that in, in good faith. I don't know if I could be worth that much. In anyway, okay. So RNF, believe it or not, was sold to Estee Lauder one year after it was founded. Now, again, it was not a multi-level marketing company at this point because at first I was like, uh-oh, do I need to cancel Estee Lauder because are they buying up MLMs? Nope, not the case. It was not turned into an MLM until Rodan and Fields, the doctors, the two dermatologists, decided to buy the company back in 2007, at which point they turned the company into a multi-level marketing company. So RNF is pretty expensive. It, I mean, a two-month supply will run you a little over $200, and you know that that's that's over $100 a month, right? Pretty basic math. And if you think about it, that's like paying for Hulu, Netflix, HBO Max, Disney Plus. Paramount Plus and YouTube Premium every single month, twice over. That is approximately, give or take, assuming that you buy the you know lowest Hulu package, that is approximately how much Rodan and Fields is going to cost you is pretty much any subscription that you could possibly want to any streaming service. You could, you could buy that twice 
or you could buy Rodan and Fields skincare. RNF's income disclosure statement, uh, you know, according to it, it looks like about 22% of consultants made between $1,000 and $25,000 in revenue per year. So again, we need to remember that this is revenue, not profit. So if if those consultants made $10,000 in revenue, but they bought $10,000 worth of products, then they broke even. And the income disclosure statements, unfortunately, do not account for the expenses that consultants incur. So they're very sort of misleading in that regard, at least to people who don't understand, again, the difference between revenue and profit. So about 44% of RNF consultants didn't earn a dime, and 33% of consultants made less than $1,000 in revenue. Only the top 1% of RNF consultants, shocker, right, made more than $30,185 in revenue. Again, not profit. So, so the, the famous stat that goes around from John M. Taylor is that 99.6% of people involved with multi-level marketing companies will either break even or lose money. So they will not turn a profit. And we can see here, even just looking strictly at revenue and not at profit, 1% made more than $30,185. Now, some of you guys might be like, oh yeah, that's not bad, $30,000, that's great. Okay, well, just for reference, (laughs) $30,000 and some change equates to about $14.51 an hour. Now, I'm not a career advisor, but personally, I think that just getting literally any job that pays $15 an hour is probably a better idea than joining RNF because not only is your income guaranteed, but most companies also offer full benefits, dental, 401k, etc. Best Buy, for example, pays every single employee minimum $15 an hour. They offer dental, they offer a 401k. Best Buy offers an employee discount on things you actually want, like electronics, <laughs> things that I want. Best Buy offers tuition assistance to go to college. They'll reimburse you several thousand dollars if you decide to go back and get your education. Full benefits. It's like when you compare these things side by side, I mean, personally, like, why why would you not do something with a guaranteed income? Now, maybe that's a little bit, maybe that's a little bit hypocritical of me to say because in all honesty, that is kind of the risk that you take when you own your own business. And I have several, you know, small businesses and Etsy stores and things like that that I run. And my income is not guaranteed, which which I get. But the thing is, is like a lot of these women who are involved with these MLMs, a lot of them will quit their full-time jobs with benefits to run the MLM. And I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying that like women who are vulnerable or who are single mothers or who who really need money. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be entrepreneurs or that they shouldn't go out and take risks. What I'm saying is that the when they do take risks, they have more severe impacts. If you, if if you are if you're in a cushy spot and let's say you're married and you have a husband who makes, you know, $200,000 a year and and you don't really need to work, then whether or not you're successful at Rodan and Fields doesn't really matter. 
But if you're a single mom who is the only source of income, and if you're promised all of these dreams, like, oh, yeah, one day, you know, you're going to get to go on a cruise, and you're going to earn a free car, and you're going to get this, and you're going to make $40,000 a month, and you quit your full-time job for that, or you you join, and then you eventually quit your full-time job to try and, you know, dedicate more time to this business, that's just a bad idea. Personally, <laughs> personally, if I were in that position where I just really needed money and I needed a stable income, I would not, as my primary source of income, have my own business. If, if, if I wanted to do it on the side, that's one thing. But until I had proven sales, I would not quit my, my job for it. Because, you know, when you're in a vulnerable position like that, when you need childcare, whatever it is that you need, like, you need guaranteed income. And, you know, arguably, that's why it's difficult for lower income people to start their own businesses. And I'm, I'm not saying that that's okay. But, you know, the reality of the situation is, is some people don't have as much room in their lives to take risk. And that's just the unfortunate reality. Now, with that, a lot of women do start out in things like Rodan and Fields and Arbonne and Itworks, etc. With this idea of like, oh yes, this is going to be my side business right now. But one day I'm going to quit my job and it's not going to be my side business anymore. I'm going to retire from, I see this all the time. You have a lot of teachers who have children and they're like, oh, I couldn't just leave my kid at home. So I just retired from teaching and now I just sell RNF all the, you know, full time or Arbonne full time or it works full time, whatever. So, you know, before people come at me and are like, oh, Jessica, people never like quit their full-time, full-time jobs for this. They do. It literally happens all the time. I cannot tell you how many Instagram lives or IGTVs that I've seen where women have spoken about quitting their full-time jobs and encourage other people to, you know, do that or tell them one day you will get there and you'll be able to quit your full-time job. And before these women have proven sales, they quit their full-time jobs. You know, they they want to be successful. And so they quit their full-time jobs thinking that quitting will allow them to have more time to dedicate to their business, therefore making them more successful. So yeah, in reality, that's not how it should go. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. So in 2017, RNF made $1.5 billion, with a B, dollars in revenue. And RNF advertises to its consultants a lot of perks like, you know, number one, having flawless skin, first off. <laughs> number two, they advertise like exotic free trips to like Hawaii, things like that. Obviously, they want to create this sense of like jealousy and they want people to have something to look forward to. You know, oh, if you hit XYZ ranking, then boom, you're going to get flown out to Hawaii for free. You know, who doesn't want that, right? And so people keep dreaming and dreaming and dreaming of this dream life that they want that is just not attainable. And um, yeah, they keep people hooked that way. Luxury cars for top sellers are also advertised. And a lot of times they like to push these success stories of these supposed consultants who are making forty to fifty thousand dollars a month, which is which is just insane. But again, that is revenue, not profit. Even though, and get this, the bylaws for RNF state that they are that consultants are not allowed to disclose 
personal salary information, which is interesting because, and you see this a lot, I see this a lot with a lot of other MLMs as well. If you ask them just straight up, hey, what, how much money did you make last year? They'll be like, well, you can check our income disclosure statement. No, 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 that's not what I asked. How much money did you make? And then the other thing that's interesting is when you look on the income disclosure statements, the ranges are massive. And it's like they strategically, excuse me, laid out these, it's like they strategically laid out these income disclosure statements in such a way that it looks like people are just super successful because you know, let's say hypothetically, the first range is between $1,000 and $100,000. And then they'll put like average earnings, $85,000. And it's like, they, they just skew it in such a way that like, it really draws your eye to the average earnings column. And so that's really all you care about. And, or you look at that upper tier of like how much money you could make, you know, people want to see the good in these MLMs. And so, if, if it says, oh, well, you know, the level one independent consultant can make between zero and $50,000, they're not going to look at the zero dollars. They're like, oh, no, I'm going to make money. You know, what's the average? Oh, the average is, you know, $32,000. It's just, it's very, it's very schemey. It's very scammy. I'm going to pull up the actual Rodan and Fields income disclosure that I at least, one, um, one of the most recent ones that I can find. So this is from their website, and it looks like it's oh, it's a very cute infographic, by the way. If you guys go to redanandfields.com, you can look into this yourself. So the actual RNF income disclosure, I believe, is from 2020. Is what I is what I'm. Yep. Okay. Yes. So this is from 2020. So it says the average paid consultant earned $462 annually. I do like how they put that at the top because a lot of RNF consultants and just MLM girls in general love to say like, oh, you can change your life. You can make so much money. Okay, $462. (laughs) Like, That's literally four months worth of skincare right there. And that's in, again, revenue, not profit. So assuming that you buy skincare every single month for 12 months and you only earn $462, you're actually operating at a loss. And... Yeah, so it says on the business builders side, it says that, okay, so they call, well, this is a little bit confusing. So the RNF statistics that I got were from one of the articles that I mentioned, but what's, what's interesting is like they have two different sections. They have product ambassadors... And then they have business builders, which is like a completely different section. I don't think I've seen another company with an income disclosure statement that's laid out quite like this. Usually you just progress, you know, to the next level. And I mean, in my head, I'm envisioning the Arbonne one where it's like you just go to the next level and then the next level, you know, oh, executive national vice president, then you're this, then you're this. But this one... It looks like it says 73% of paid consultants are called product ambassadors. And then it breaks it out and says how many customers that they have and how many paid consultants, like how many consultants have that number of customers. And then it has like the high, low, median for, for that. So 
yeah, this is like super interesting. I'm gonna have to bring this up on my YouTube channel because the graphic is like very detailed. And and so I do wanna I do wanna say props to Rodan and Fields for giving a very detailed infographic and a very detailed income disclosure statement because most of the MLMs that I have seen don't have it this detailed. You know, it's just it's it's very like like let me pull up the Arbon dis income disclosure statement because the Arbon one is a little bit less. It gives you a lot less information. Okay, so like the Arbon one, for example, it'll say like. Okay, so in the first column, it says average annual earnings. And, and see, that's what, that's what I was talking about, where they try to like lure you in by creating the infographic in such a way that it looks very appealing without you actually spending too much time like looking into it. So it says, oh, independent consultants, on average, I can earn like $839. And when we, and then it, next it has the top 50 average. Oh, okay, well, you know, if I'm in the top 50, I could earn almost $10,000. And so it's like, well, that's weird because it's like it jumps for for the bottom tier of Arbon consultants. It jumps from $839. And then the very next column, it tells me, oh, if I'm just in the top 50% of independent consultants, I'm earning 10 grand a year. That's a little less than a thousand bucks a month. And then... It says the below 50 average, and then it has the percentages. So basically, the way that the Arbon income disclosure statement reads is like what Arbon wants you to see first, they put to the far left, and what they want you to see last, they put to the far right. Which I, I took this like course on user interface design and user experience design, and people tend to read things in, a, in an F pattern. So their eye will skim down the page in an F pattern like imagine drawing the letter f and that is how your eye tends to look at a web page so like the top left of an infographic or the top left of a web page is going to be like the spot that most people really gravitate toward first and that is really where you need to capture people's attention so like the bottom right of a web page is really not gonna be it's it's really not gonna be um I don't want to say used, but like it's not going to be seen like the top left of a web page, which is interesting because in this Arbon infographic, they have the national vice president income, the average annual earnings in the top left of the infographic, which is $260,000. So obviously they want you to see that first. So that's what I'm talking about when I say that a lot of these companies lay out these infographics in such a way that, that the infographic in and of itself, without you really thinking about it, looks very appealing because I immediately look at the first, you know, the first thing that I go to is executive national vice president. What is a salary? $260,000. That's incredible. But the more that I sit here and I actually like try to understand the infographic, the more that I'm like, okay, yeah, no, my chances of actually making money are, are pretty terrible, right? So anyway, let's go back to Rodin Fields for a second, like the point of this entire podcast, right? I always just default to Arbon. <laughs> Anytime I'm talking about any other MLM, I just go back to Arbon. Okay, we all have that one MLM that just really just grinds our gears. Okay, so anyway, going back to Rodin and Fields, it says that 7% of the RNF community love the visible life-changing results of RNF products and are consultants who focus primarily on sharing the products with consumers. 
These consultants are product advocates and generate their commissions from product sales and new and existing customers. Product ambassadors make up a large percentage, 73% to RNF paid consultants. Next, we have business builders, and it says the remaining 3% of the RNF community are consultants who are our business builders. These consultants not only love the life changing visible results of RNF, but also the life changing opportunity. They have made the decision to invest a significant amount of time and effort sharing the products with new customers, building a loyal customer base, and developing a team of consultants to leverage the RNF opportunity. So, it's it's basically RNF is dividing itself into like three categories. So you have customers at ninety percent, which is like where they're making, I guess, their money. And okay, so here here's the customer section. Let me just read that. It says ninety percent of those who order RNF products are strictly customers who love the visible, life changing results. Blah blah blah. These customers just simply love our products. Only a select few of them will ever decide to become a consultant and build an RNF business. So ninety percent of the people are cons- are customers. Seven percent are product ambassadors, and three percent are business builders. And of that ten percent of product ambassadors and business builders, you have seventy three percent of the people selling RNF as product ambassadors. And then you have the rest of them as business builders. So if we look at the less than 1% of paid consultants, which is called advanced leadership, it says our highest level consultants lead larger teams and coach their teams toward their own business advancements. These consultants demonstrate advanced leadership skills and continually show and share the power behind the RNF opportunity. Advanced leadership consultants are dedicated and invested in building a sustainable and meaningful RNF business. So they have a little like F, it's almost like an FAQ section on the income disclosure statement. It's almost like they know the boss babes are just going to like go look it up, right? So it says, what are the ways that I can earn money? The RNF compensation plan is based on product sales. You cannot earn income from sponsoring or recruiting team members. Ah, love how they throw that in there. You can earn by, number one, selling to retail customers and making retail profit, the difference between the consultant price and the price you sell it for. Number two, participating in the RNF compensation plan and earning monthly commissions. Number three, unlocking other rewards, incentives, bonuses, gifts through various, and gifts through various programs. So this is a, a little bit misleading. It says you cannot earn income from sponsoring or recruiting team members. Um, I, d- mm, I don't think that's correct. <laughs> it says that, I don't, that's, see, that's the difference between like a direct sales company and an MLM is with the direct sales company, you don't earn when your downline sells. Actually, I don't even think you have a downline with direct sales, whereas with an MLM, you do. So let's look that up real quick. Um, what is downline commission. Maybe I need to say what is upline commission for Redan and Fields. So like just by recruiting somebody, I think what they're trying to say in this income disclosure statement Q&A or FAQ section when it says you cannot earn income from sponsoring or recruiting team members, I think what they're implying is like, oh, well if you just 
recruit them. You're not going to just earn money. Like they have to make sales too. So I don't know. I just, I find it a little bit misleading. Okay. So it says here on rodanfields.com compensation plan, you may now earn commissions of 15% on your L1V. I don't know what L1V is, but I'm assuming that has to do with upline, downline. Let me search for what L1V is. Okay. So it doesn't actually tell me what an L... Oh, here we go. Level one volume. As a consultant with your monthly SV requirement met, you may qualify to earn consultant commissions of 10% on your level one volume. So (laughs) it's really funny though, because on this compensation plan, they literally have like, it's not a full pyramid, but it's like a semi-pyramid drawn out. It's like you at the top and then there's like little circles below you and how much money you can earn from each of those sales. So it's like when people are like, oh, it's on a pyramid scheme. It's like literally go to this page in the compensation plan where it looks like a freaking tiny pyramid with you at the top and then little little circles below you all earning you money. <laughs> it's like, it, <laughs> anyway. So yes, that is very frustrating that Rodan and Fields has this sentence that says you cannot earn income from sponsoring or recruiting team members. Like, okay, well, once you've recruited them, though, you do earn money from them. So it's a little bit misleading to put that in there. Anyway, I am very tired and it is like time for me to go to bed. So we're going to wrap up this this podcast episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I am going to be doing a commentary from the the Britney Spears mom MLM recruitment type of video thing, team call, hopefully here soon. So stay tuned to my YouTube channel. Hopefully y'all can watch that and um, enjoy it. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to y'all next time. Bye.